Good morning and welcome to Morning Java. Brought to you as always by Get Go Cafe and Market, where Tom, they've got the Pilgrim Sandwich. I don't need to keep talking about it every week, but I keep eating it every week, man. It's that good with that cranberry sauce. Yeah, and I just uh, stopped and filled up uh, my tank the other day. Got it for like $1.57, the gas. Wonderful. I, I, use, I use that GitCo card all the time with Giant Eagle. I love it. Save, good savings. You, you fill up your car, I fill up my gut. That's how we do it, GitCo. <laughs> um, but let's get to um, talking about how the Steelers are trying to fill out their roster right now. And, of course, the big trade at the start of the week getting Avery Williamson in swapping a seventh round pick or a fifth round pick for a seventh round pick as well. Uh, this was in, in my eyes, a very smooth move by Kevin Colbert because despite Robert Spillane playing very well, and I wrote about this for Carter's classroom. So if you haven't read it, get to the website, dkpittsburghsports.com and read it now. Absolutely. But this isn't to completely replace Robert Spillane, but this is to protect him by lowering the amount of snaps he's going to have to play in every single game. Yeah, and I think it's smart, too. I mean, I think we, I think Robert Spillane would be the first to admit that he's not Devin Bush. Uh, and, you're, and nobody right now, you know, there are few that are. And I think that it's, it's a wise move by the Steelers to kind of, you know, split the, split the snaps. Uh, you know, both players have their strengths and try to use them to the best of their ability. Because right now, other than that, you know, there, there's injuries at that position, right? You don't want to have a young guy like that who's only started two games in the NFL. You don't want to have him exposed if you don't have to. And, and use him on what he does well and let Avery come in here and, and help him. And, you know, who, whoever gets the best, most snaps, whatever. But it's just it's a, it's, it's a smart move to allow them to kind of, uh, kind of share that, almost a platoon system, right? Uh, right. We think of it in baseball. Uh, only this would be, you know, different downs. And I, and I think it's a, it was a good move. It was certainly a position of need, whether it's even, again, like you said, if, if it's, if it's, if it doesn't matter which one ends up starting, they're both probably going, they're, they're going to, the team's going to need both of those guys as the course of the season goes on. And again, this is a team that from the beginning of the season was like, this is a playoff team maybe, but now it's, you know, we're seven weeks in, they're seven and oh, the, 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 they're thinking a lot longer down the line that this could be a long run in the playoffs and you're going to, you're just going to need guys. You're just going to need guys, the quality of the opponents, when you get to the playoffs, uh, you just, you don't want you to get yourself exposed. And I, I, I agree with you. I think it's a, it's a wise move by the team. I think it is too. And also that, that this coincides with news that did come out on, on Wednesday that uh, Ulysses Gilbert, the other backup linebacker had to go right. to reserve. So this, even if Avery Williamson technically didn't take the starting position eventually off of Robert Spillane, again, splitting the snaps between the two. It allows Robert Spillane to process more of what's going on, to come off the sideline, and then that way teams can't say, all right, we know he's on the field every single play. We're going to start going at him in this way and test him and force him. And now we, with, with that, it gives him time to grow. It gives Williamson time to grow into the system. And, again, Williamson's a year, a year rental, or technically a half-year rental. Um, this, I think this is a very astute move by Colbert, and it's going to give the defense a lot more flexibility with what it wants to do over the middle. Totally, 100%. So let's, let's roll forward here. The, the Steelers came up with a huge win last week, and they have so far, they're 2-0. I mean, they're 7-0 undefeated, so obviously they're undefeated in the AFC North, but they're 2-0 against those Heisman Trophy quarterback winning uh, AFC North quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield. The Ravens, let's start with them before we – we're doing an AFC North roundup here. But the Ravens, they're trying to rebound. They're 5-2. and two. 
They need to find an answer, and they're now up against the five and two Colts here. Tom, I still feel like this is a very strong team that they have here, but it's highly dependent upon Lamar Jackson being a playmaker and not turning the ball over. And now they face a Colts defense that's done very well defensively this year. Yeah. How, what's your outlook for how the Ravens' rest of the season is going to go? Because they got the Colts now. They still have to play the Titans at some point this season. Yeah, they do. But the other thing is, of course, is that they're kind of playing the same schedule as, as the Steelers, right? Cool. All these – we're talking about the AFC North. All these teams uh, will play, you know, the NFC East, which is really poor. Uh, I think uh, they've already played the Eagles, right? I think the Ravens have already played the yeah. Eagles. Yeah, they, they scraped that you know, And I think that's good. I think, I, both, I think both Pittsburgh getting the Eagles, who we see are starting to get a little healthy – they're starting to string some wins together. It was probably good to get the Eagles when they did, and I think Baltimore would agree. It was a good time to get them early in the year because I, I do think that's going to be the best team in that division in the long run. But I think the Ravens will win enough games just because of the, the, the schedule situation. They, a lot of it's going to come down to, as we know, who gets hot late in the season, who's healthy. And as you said, I mean, let's be honest, if they, if they don't turn the ball over four times, well, if Lamar doesn't turn the ball over four times, that may have been a different outcome on Sunday. Uh, the Steelers, uh, you know, they won the game and they, they, they dug deep at the end to win it. But, boy, when, you know, when, when you, you're not going to win many games when you turn it over four times, especially your star player. Uh, I, I think they'll be fine as the year goes on. We'll just see where, where they go. And it's going to be interesting to see if, 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 if this division ends up getting a third team in the playoffs. It is, and that third team obviously would be the Browns, who are on a bye this week. But they're coming off another tough loss, this one to the Raiders. Now, granted, that game was windy and crazy and really tough to throw the ball in, to kick the ball in. And the Raiders have snuck a few teams. They've beaten the Saints and the Chiefs this year. Uh, they're a team, tough team to predict. But, you know, there's the specter of potentially getting back Nick Chubb in, you know, after, after the bye week, which would be a huge addition for an offense that needs its, its playmakers back, especially now with Odell Beckham Jr. looking like he's out for the season. What's your outlook on what the Browns can do with the rest of their year? Because they still got to play the Ravens again, and they still have to play the Steelers again. And they, 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 they've had some really struggling performances the past couple weeks. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting game last week. And, and again, the weather was such a huge factor in it. But I think this, this, the, I think the Browns are a team. We talked about it this at the beginning of the season. I thought they were an eight and eight team at the beginning of the year. Then when you start to look at their schedule and then again the problems in that in that division with the, with the, the uh, with the NFC East and then the, the uh, you know they're probably going to win enough games where they're going to be around nine wins. Um, you know they they've got the Jets and the Giants back to back weeks. I mean they better win both of those games, right? Uh, to, to, and that, to help them out, and you, you then hope that uh, a team maybe from the West, like the the you know the, the Los Angeles Chargers, keep finding a way to blow leads. They do. They like the Falcons. They've got a good young quarterback that you know maybe the second half of the season they can they can sneak up here. And I don't want to get ahead to our next segment. See how many teams get in the playoffs. I think the Browns, when they get Chubb back, I I think they're a team that can win nine games. The thing is, they're just not quite to that level of Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, for them, it would be a huge accomplishment to make the playoffs for the first time since 2002. I think they do have a, a, a decent shot, shot at that as long as, you know, Baker can, again, avoid turnovers. Like we, we've seen him have a couple games where he had high turnover games. 
Uh, but I do think that they're a team that, that has a, a solid shot uh, of making the playoffs, uh, again, in part because of, of the schedule. The only thing I will say there is, unlike the, the Steelers and Ravens, they're going to get Philadelphia in a couple of weeks. And again, Philadelphia is starting to kind of get it together. I think that Houston game could be a scary game for them right off the bye because we know that Houston team, while the, the record is what it is, but my goodness, there's probably not a team that's had a rougher schedule to start the season than them. And anytime you're having to play Deshaun Watson, uh, you never know when he's going to go off. J.J. Watts due to have a breakout game. I worry a little bit about that game for the Browns, uh, but I still think the Browns can do enough to get to nine wins. So the other big news in the NFL this past week, Tom, was that the NFL is considering expanding the playoffs to kind of give, you know, to give more spaces, you know, for what happens if more games have to get canceled, they need to make up games or make up money from games, which is really the issue there, but expanding the playoffs to 16 teams. Now, granted this season, you know, traditionally there were 12 teams, six from each conference, four division winners, two wildcard teams. That was expanded this year to seven teams per conference, 14 total. Now they're talking about eight. And to me, first of all, I've always loved the NFL playoffs for not having 16 teams in the playoffs. Right. That's something I didn't like about basketball or hockey. I think that's way too much. You know, the, the, the only time that play should apply is in colleges when I think it's, it's a much more fun a- atmosphere in March Madness. But I look at this, and the obvious complaint that Steelers fans are having is, now, wait a second. You changed up how this worked this year. You made it so that only the one seed could get the bye week. And then – you took the Steelers by a week because another team broke protocol and got themselves six from COVID. Now you're talking about taking the bye week that they would have rightfully earned if they could finish this season atop the AFC where they are right now. Is this, is this kind of crazy to you? Hey, let's start just with the Steelers part of it. Yes. Uh, the Steelers will obviously not be happy with this. Uh, the only good thing that they can say is, look, we're in good shape. You know, we're going to, they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, they've got a very good shot to win the division right now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that's the reward, right? I mean, to, to, to get that by and they're right now, they have the best record in the league, obviously. Uh, but yeah, you lose that, that, that opportunity for a bye week that, that could be huge. I mean, we know that the team has, has won the Super Bowl out of like the sixth seed before whenever it was back in 2005, but you want to have, you want for the most part, to have that bye week, you want to have those home playoff games, and you want to be rested. And because of, as you mentioned, uh, them losing the bye week early or having to take that bye week in like week four or whatever, when you never, you never wanted a bye week that early in the year. Uh, yeah, it's a problem. And in, and I was talking with our, our our beat writer Dale Lolly about this, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, in the NBA and now even now in the NHL, you're starting to see. You, we, we see guys rest players, right? We, we, we see teams re- – we see this in the NBA all the time. LeBron James takes a game off here and there. Well, in the, in the NFL, it's hard to just uh, take Marquise Pouncey out of the game and say, you're taking this week off because that's not fair to the other guys and it's not fair to Ben Roethlisberger who could get hurt with a second-string uh, offensive uh, center. Um, so it's a little more complicated as far as resting guys. I think if they, they, if they have some guys that are hurt – uh, then maybe there's a chance that, you know, if Cam needs a game here or there, uh, you can do that. But it, it's hard to just take a bunch of guys out except right at the end of the season, right? You know, they're hoping that week 16 game against the Browns really doesn't mean anything by then, and they can use that as, as a bye week. 
uh, and of course, obviously the, the biggest issues is just hoping that by then you, some of this COVID stuff, um, it, it's not the issue that it, it seems to be right now and, and they can only have seven teams. My biggest concern about this though, is what if this is a great playoff year and those games are tremendously exciting at the beginning and the NFL is always trying to make more money to begin with. My big fear is what you just said at the beginning, how we don't like, and I, I share with you that I don't like putting more teams in the playoffs, especially that many. But my fear would be is if it's a great playoff and it's a very competitive and you have upsets in the first round, the NFL starts thinking, hmm, this is pretty cool. Let's do this. And, you know, the networks have to pay premium money for playoff games. Uh, that's my biggest fear, that this is, becomes a long-term thing and not just this one year because we're dealing with a global pandemic. Yeah, I hope it doesn't become that because then, like, like you said, there's less, less rest for the players, and I think it cheapens the NFL playoffs. And um, I, I, really, I really want to see, you know, because here's the other point here, and Ryan Clark brought this up on ESPN. He's like, do we really want to see more NFC East teams make the playoffs this year? Because, because that's what's going to start happening is that, you know, even in years prior, we, like, you know, we've seen seven and nine teams make the playoffs. and. Sure. Then, and, and and then be embarrassing and boring in the playoffs for those wild card rounds. Uh, but it's different when you win your division. That's a whole different story. Like, hey, right. you're the best team. That's a different. Like, if the Eagles make this big, make the playoffs this year, it's like, well, you know what? They won the NFC East. Let them represent yeah. their division. Uh, but when you get to eight teams, now you're talking about the division winners, and then the uh, you know, and then four wild card teams, and maybe it becomes just the second team in every division. But then. You're, you're pushing it and, and you could you could have teams with you know you know with six wins with and with five wins and how how fair is it for a team a, a top seeded team like say the Steelers or the Chiefs to play a five win team where say that five win team just happens to be a team with a great pass rusher and then that pass rusher sneaks one little hit and then Patrick Mahomes is out of the playoffs and then you just ruined everything and whereas that play, Patrick Mahomes could have been on a bye week could have been chilling and then coming against this next team uh, that's actually an opponent. If he gets hurt in a game against an opponent that really earned their way to the playoffs, different story. But it's by by because by that time it's a long season, and and teams that earn the bye weeks, I think, deserve to have those bye weeks. I just I'm with you. I hope it doesn't come to the point where the NFL likes it, and I, ho I hope it doesn't happen at all this year. But on top of it, if it does, I hope it's extremely temporary and it's never even explored again. Yeah, and we saw this uh, to to give to give our our listeners an example. We saw this in the NHL, right, where the, the, the first round was really not a – it was a play-in round, right? The, the Penguins got knocked out by the 24th seed. And Montreal would have never been in the playoffs this year uh, had it not been for this situation. And they knock out the Penguins in the first round. And, hey, all uh, fair play to the Canadians. They won, the, they won that round, but they would have never been in the tournament in a normal situation. Uh, so, I, yeah, I just – I don't like it. I, and I, as we both – alluded to, I certainly hope this isn't something that the NFL's thinking about long-term.